This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by Shift Podcast by Alberta Innovates. Shift showcases the work being done in the province's innovation ecosystem, everything from health to clean energy. Join hosts Katie Dean and John Hagen as they interview the researchers, entrepreneurs, and businesses that are shifting our perspective about innovation in the province. Recent episodes include talks about hemp, innovating in Alberta's healthcare system, and the role mentoring plays with women in STEM. Find Shift Podcast by Alberta Innovates wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can go to shift.albertainnovates.ca. That's shift.albertainnovates.ca. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. One of us go down, we have another, and another, and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them, bang them, bang them. Somebody light me up. It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up and talk all things Edmonton football team and the CFL. We are a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Andrew. I'm Superfan Mike. And I'm Commissioner K. Yay! And we have the three of us all back together in time for episode 200. We made it. Did we? Did we? Yes! Oh, (laughs) Oh, we're almost in sync. I'll just cut it so we're insane. <laughs> That's amazing. That was very good. That was very good. Yeah, we did make it. A hundred, a hundred shows that we have had this team together um, because yes. you officially joined in episode 100, Kayla. And uh, it's it's been an amazing ride, my friends. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, on the other hand, um, I mean... Out of this last year, we're like, hey, we pieced together some shows. We changed a name. We did <laughs> like we've, we've done it all. What haven't we done? Yeah, exactly. Skydive, but we're not doing 20 that. Twenty even exist. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Come on, that'd Why? be so dope. No, so <gasps> not in. Do we podcast on the way down? Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, here's the <laughs> podcast. Ah! <laughs> it's not as scary as you think, man. It's not as scary as you think. What if we bungee jumped? And okay. that's scarier. All right. Do you guys remember 2018 at all? Like, there's no way I'm doing any of those. Like, no it's like, way. I can't toboggan. So we're yeah, not exactly. Gonna... Not doing. I can't imagine that that would be on the allowed list at this particular moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All Plus, we have to do is hope she doesn't listen to the podcast. We do the. Uh, well, we're safe. Um, we if we did. Uh, yeah, if we could record on the way down when all I do is curse from top to bottom. <laughs> I yeah. swear if I live through this. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of uh, fire truckers. That's what that's going to be. I can tell you right now. Um, well, I mean, I, I, 
we get we got to 200 i think what's the better way to uh, celebrate this than to sit down together and chat um yes I know we were, I was trying to work on some guests and things, but I tell you, guests are hard right now, <laughs> even though it's all on Zoom. Uh, it's funny. There's a lot of people who are busier than they ever were before, uh, myself included. And yes. so sometimes it's hard to kind of swing this all together, but uh, I'm glad that the three of us are here to chat. I mean, it's the 200th episode. I can't imagine missing this one. We didn't miss 100. <laughs> So, no, no, we definitely didn't. <laughs> we were there for that one. <laughs> yes. Were we? I don't uh, remember. I'm yeah. old. Oh, no, no. We were, <laughs> we were, we were there. We were there. Yeah. <laughs> My eye still twitches thinking about it. <laughs> oh, 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 the the Warren Moon stories. It was so good. I was thinking the glitter, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, and I did send this to you guys. I think the podcast world should know this. Uh, as I was cleaning out the turf district... I have found and taken pictures of the glitter in the carpet that is still there 100 episodes later and sent it to Kayla so that she knows that the glitter lives on. <laughs> so living on. It's so Kayla, no more. your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to christen the new house. Shut <gasps> up. God, what is wrong with you? I'm so honored. Of course. I, I accept. The, the one thing that you need to know is that it can only be wherever the turf district is. <laughs> well, that's how you determine where the turf district is. You just throw the glitter <laughs> and let the glitter tell where, you where, where the room will be. <laughs> Which room shall I pick? It's glitter? like the sorting hat in you Harry th- Potter. Oh, I love it. I love it. Anyone who walks in takes a piece of the turf district with them on their socks. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Oh yes. my! I'm sure there's a laundry like, like, yep, brilliant. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. Yes, exactly. Um, that is very funny, though. It's good that uh, we'll we'll find a way. We'll find a way to christen it appropriately, uh, most likely with some type of uh, alcoholic beverage. Um, oh, pardon? That never happens. No, not here. You know, you can get alcohol with gold flecks floating inside. That's the Goldschlager. Oh, yeah. So it's like sparkles. <laughs> so, so that's like, so that is a gimme then when we're allowed to be together again? Yeah. Yeah. I'd I look say. forward to sitting around this table with you guys one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. It'll be weird. I know. It'll be like, you're sitting right there. I don't have to wait for some kind of delay to talk to you. Like this is bizarre. Yeah. I don't know uh, who you're looking at. You want us to talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I point this way, that's Mike. If I point that, no, that's it. Yeah. But your okay. finger keeps disappearing. That's anyway. Very, yeah. Well, it's because the stadium not is a video podcast. Me. Yeah. Not yet. That's true. Yep. Uh, I do want to say thanks to everyone that came out uh, to grab t-shirts and cupcakes. Uh, it was a fantastic uh, Saturday afternoon uh, where we got to meet with a lot of people have some great football chats uh, and I'm really happy that we uh, had some people picked up their shirts and they're sending me some pictures with their shirts on and stuff. It's, it's been pretty fantastic. And at least we're not sending you pictures with our shirts off. So that's good. All also a good preference. Yeah. No, I <laughs> like it. Extra. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I, I look forward to the three of us being together and taking a picture with our new Sure, yes. it's going to be fantastic. Yes. And on the YouTube, we now know what the saying is for the next shirt. Yeah. That's get, right. Get your shots now so we can have shots later. 
It's important. Yep. I like this. Uh, Julian, coming up with the winners right there. That's fantastic. That's right. Um, and still have lots of t-shirts available uh, if you are still interested in one please let me know uh, they're 25 bucks with $10 going to the Dwayne Mandrusiak Legacy Fund to support amateur football um, so make sure that you grab those now uh, let's talk about uh, some big news uh, on the internet uh, a uh, I don't know what age but a Minecraft person has built U- all of the uh, CFL stadiums on YouTube it's amazing. It's amazing. It's not even the word. Yeah. Like the amount of time and effort it would take to do that. Like I have a hard enough time drawing a, like a making a house in <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> I have a house, like a hut, you mean? Like that's what I yeah. make. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, it's like, okay, that's close enough. It's like, that's not even a house. What happens when you have a nine-year-old that critiques your work? That's right. Yes, I, I have. I have a few of those children that are like, "That's not right." Yeah, Riley. He says, "Okay, let's go play this together." I'm like, "Okay, well, how do we play?" He's like, "Well, I'm just going to build here, and you build over there." Okay, so I'm like, "Okay, well," so I start, you know, building a little room, and I'm all excited, and I look over. The kid's got a mansion built. He's like, "I got all this going on. I can fly off the top." I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> That's not. <laughs> Okay. But the stadiums though were pretty impressive. Like they were well Very done. impressive. Very well done. Um, you know, I was proud to see that the sight lines at McMahon were really good, but it still looked like the sheets uh the seats were horrible. That's good. <laughs> yeah, Is that I did that on two words together. Yeah, for sure was. <laughs> yeah. Uh but you know, I I I was very impressed with how somebody would take the time to do all that. Granted, we have a lot of time these days. Yeah. Where do you find that gem? Who's who did it? What's it? I can't name? remember the. I can't remember the name. Look up uh, CFL stadiums on YouTube. His name YouTube. was Aaron. Okay. He was eighteen or is eighteen? Really? <laughs> wow. See, I've only seen the ones. Um, I haven't seen Commonwealth yet. No, I haven't yet either. I was IG Field, Tim Hortons, TD Place, McMahon, and one in Moncton. Which is in French, so I will not pronounce it. Okay, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing against French, just the French have something against me. At least how I pronounce it. So, <laughs> or should <laughs> we need to? We need to get Cliffy on as the translator. Yes, <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm down with this. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, no, that was very good. But well, okay, let's go to the actual big news. The actual big news is that the season was delayed to none of our surprise. Um, uh, was definitely, you know, the, the ramp up was there. We knew it was going to come. Uh, the plan now is to return to play on August the 5th, uh, which likely looks like a training camp would be about mid July, about three weeks prior to that. Um, no guarantee of any preseason games. Because again, we don't know kind of where things will be at. Uh, the plan is for a 14 game season, uh, with the Grey Cup culminating in Hamilton on December the 12th. Uh, now to do that, they do need approval from, of course, the health officials and they need to be able to have significant fans in the stands was what was said. Now, significant. Yeah. So what uh, nobody defined what significant is. I'm willing to bet that every one of the teams has a different definition of what significant means. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I, and I mean, I've heard anywhere from, you know, 50% 
uh, and upwards. Um, I think that's about the lowest that I've heard, though, is about 50%. Um, I heard a much lower number from uh, Rick Lawlisher. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought he said five to 10,000. Oh. Which okay. for BC Place is very small. Now, right. I'm not sure that that's what he wants the entire season, but like to start off, if he could have five to 10,000 people in the stands, they'd be Toronto. Uh, anyway. <laughs> That was slow, oh. funny, but low. <laughs> uh, the well, you know what though? I, I mean, when you think about it, I think if if there's some like, I, I think even like Edmonton would be happy with five or ten. Like, the, it's not that. Far, <laughs> I hate to say it, it's not really that far from what we. It's funny if they say, well, okay, we're, you can have uh, you know thirty percent capacity. Well, that's basically all of our season ticket holders, right? So, um, it, it, yeah. So the size of the stadium wouldn't determine that either. Well, I think it will because they usually they so far they've been putting it out as percentages, right? Or, oh, okay. Although I think the letter that Dr. Hinshaw had put out first had said up to five hundred fans, and then by the end of July, up to five thousand or something. Well, that's the thing is, we're not going to be doing anything in July, so five hundred doesn't matter. It could have been yeah, right, two. That'd be uh, so found- funny, like, in Commonwealth, talk about socially distanced, you have to text your friend, like, <laughs> 500 people in Commonwealth, like. I think getting people in the stadium, or sorry, having people in the stands isn't the, the biggest problem, it's getting them into the stadium, and then what to do when they're not in their seats. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're on the concourse, if they're at the bathroom, if they're at concessions, that's the real trick. I mean, I've seen... I've talked to people that suggested that they could have like just have one family per row, okay. and you could easily get five to ten thousand that way at someone like Commonwealth. Which you know what I mean? Yeah, I could I could totally see that. You'd have to have one family kind of on one end and one family Correct. and the next row at the other end and back and forth, right? right? Yeah. And then somewhere in the middle for the third, and then just you know zigzag your way down the sta- the field, right? Um, would that work? Probably. Oh, I found the article says uh, Wallacher is four to five thousand people. Wow. Seventeen to eighteen percent of the lower deck. Okay. Now I'd be satisfied if we could get that in and start playing. Okay. Yeah. With probably the goal then to increase as the season goes on. Correct. Right. Yeah. So that would be. Um, I mean, at this point, are any of us saying, well? I mean, only 5,000? Like, why are we playing? Like, no, like, let's get some games in. That's fine. Like, uh, I, I, I'm fully of the opinion and, and I guess expectation. I, I don't expect to be in the first group of people to be sitting watching a game. If I can be, wonderful. But I don't expect it. I just want there to be games and I want us to have games to talk about. So there'd be 100%. a lottery of sorts for who go goes first kind of thing do you think i'm not sure i think it could be it could be in reverse like based on seniority mm-hmm. if you you know mm-hmm. bought tickets in 49 you get first right of refusal at being in the stadium it's like mm-hmm. and if you're not comfortable it goes to the next group if you're not you know etc cetera, etc cetera. um that's how they tend at least in edmonton how they tend to do a lot of things is based on seniority so mm-hmm. it would kind of make sense but yeah lottery works as well they did that for a lot of different things, like even going back to the um, Heritage Classic in 2003. Right. Mm. It was all based on the lottery. So, But my question is, let's say you're, you're paying for gold seats 
and all right. of a sudden they stick you in, you know, row 76, section YY, you'd be like, wait a minute, I'm paying for these seats. Why am I getting? But then at that point you can refuse. So who knows? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then that, you know, okay, well, I'll take the credit instead or however that's going right. to work. Like they're going to have to do something in there. Uh, they're I already that, talking about credit. So, well, the team did put out, yeah, exactly. Because you're the difference in your, because it'll be seven home games instead of nine. Right. Uh, there is going to be a difference already. And so you do have a credit on your account and you can decide whether or not to put that towards your 2022 season tickets, uh, exchange it in for, um, uh, gift store. cards for the team store. Uh, and the last one was, Oh, upgrade your seats in, in 21. Um, but again, like you just said, Mike, upgrade your seats. Well, that's great. If, if there's seats available or if we're right. even allowed to go sit in them. Right. So that one's a little bit of a, a gray area, but the, the other two, I, I can totally get behind. And I, I, I actually, I actually kind of wavered cause I'm like, hmm. Maybe I should just put it in Steam Store credit because that new gear is going to come. New and gear. I've already paid for it. I'd be I that would be okay. Maybe. Right. Like come on. Get me some gear. The only the latest gear I have is our own shirt. <laughs> new <laughs> new jerseys are going to be out. Oh, you got to know there's got to be one of those. I mean, we're going to have some new favorite players out there as well along with our old favorite players. Exactly. I might need a new Darrell Walker cuz the one I got before, I'm not sure it fits no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Might have to get a different one. <laughs> so, Pass down to your kids. Exactly. Well, that's all right. I was all I was all prepared to get my new 27. Ooh, Tana Green. That's and right. wear the helmet. That's right. See? Wear the helmet right to the game. You keep your distance over there. I got the helmet on. Yep. It's very <laughs> important. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, one of the other things that they were talking about was the it could the games could start all in the West and then move to the East just because the East right. is having the bigger issues at this particular moment. Uh, but then move to the, the East stadiums as they're able to have fans. Um there's a lot of contingency plans if there needs to be changes just due to the virus. So we talked a little bit about it on the YouTube, but what do you guys feel about um, even the return plan or, or how, how do you feel about it this time around? So Kayla, let's start with you. Cautiously, cautiously, cautiously optimistic. Oh, three cautiously. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't get my hopes up for anything anymore. <laughs> oh, nobody blames you. No. Yeah, Exactly. It's, I mean, it's nice to have some news of sorts. So I don't really like, I don't care when we start. I just want football at this point. And I don't really care when Grey Cup is tradition or not. I don't care if it's in December. I don't care if it's freezing cold. I don't care. I just want to be in the stands. Fair. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, uh, I don't have seniority when it comes to season. I will be, like, the last of the grazing cows trying to get in to get the good picking. So, oh, but, yeah, I I mean, December, Hamilton, probably not going to be as bad as Edmonton December. And I've been in, like, minus 25 going to a game. I don't care. I will dress it. I will go. Friggin' who cares? Cautiously optimistic that it's going to happen, but I don't know. What else can you say at this point? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, people are saying lots of different things. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm definitely optimistic. I, I think, I think the delivery of this one was much better. Um, 
the delivery of the message was, we have to change, we have to delay, but we have a plan and we have a backup plan and we have a backup plan to that to get yes. some football in this year. And it just, I don't know, to me, it felt different than last year where it was like, well, we're going to have to delay and ah, we're kind of counting on the government. And yeah. we don't know. We, ah, it's kind of loosey-goosey. This is all, we have no idea how we're going to do this. This year, it feel, felt a lot more like, okay, here's here's our plan. And we have plan B. We also have a plan C in case. And it just, as as a fan, I was much happier to hear that instead of, well, we're delaying, but we don't know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. I, I just felt it yeah. was a little more organized this time. Mike, would you well, agree? I, or? I hope so. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Kayla. No, I was just going to say, I hope so. I mean, it's been a year, like, since this whole thing started. You would think that eventually they'd have a bit of a better plan or idea of what would happen or, you know, have, like you said, plan A, B, C, whatever. Whereas last year, I, I can understand that it was like, oh, this is all new. Like, what the crap do we even do? But at least it's kind of like, okay, this is what we can do. This is what we may do. This is what we might do. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Super fan. I think the biggest issue, and I've been sort of milling this about in my head since we did the YouTube Live, is okay. that I trust in the league completely that they've got their plans. They've got, like you say, plan A, plan B, plan Z, all you know, C, all the way down to Z, whatever. <laughs> okay. But it's all contingent on the people. That's so. Fair. Do I trust that the people are going to do what's right? Because everyone has a different idea of what's right. I'll That's have a different true. idea than you. We'll have a different idea Kayla. was a different idea than our families, whatever. Everyone has a slightly different version of what's the right thing to do right now. And it's not better or worse. It's just this is what's working for me. Right. And so will we get i mean i just want to get to the point where we can get together in a in, in a room together yeah that would be awesome Step i one. agree <laughs> i agree yeah before we get together in a stadium together that's fair when I'll, i see those stepping stones and that's what i almost maybe need to do is start figuring out okay once we can get people in like together in our backyards and then maybe gather inside and then maybe and see how that goes and progresses. Because, I mean, as it stands, they said, what, 30% of Albertans that are eligible have gotten the shot so far. Right. So like over the age of 16. So we're, so we're getting there, right? We're, yeah. we're, we're getting to a place where we, we should be in and you, you kind of want to hear more people doing that. Um, yeah. I know they are. I and mean, some, some, yeah. And some, well, man, I tell you, Gen Z or Gen X, like they went crazy. When, oh, we can book now. Okay. Let's go. Right. Yep. It was like, holy, that's uh, it's, I loved the references to um, everyone, you know, in the, the YouTube, U2 concert line waiting for tickets. Like the ticket master. Exactly. Oh, it's totally what this it was. Easy. Yeah, exactly. We were, we were born for this. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's our time. But I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm excited to hear that number go up. And like you said, those stepping stones will definitely be helpful. But I, I really do, I do, I do think they're going to find a way to pull it off. So that's just me. I could be wrong. I could just well, I be guess it holding on to hope. Yeah. On the borders too, right? A lot that of players come from the U.S. and the and Europe. 
but the Americans are ahead of us in in vaccination. So, well, there's still the closure of the border. That's true. Yeah. But once so. the Amer- but it might be closed only one way going out of Canada. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> you can come to Canada, but if we cut yes. you, you're staying. You, you gotta go. you gotta be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder though too because there's been so many. There has been players coming across for the NHL, right? That yes. they come and then they have to have their two week quarantine and then they can go ahead and join the team. And I wonder if that might be, you know, already, fa- I'm assuming that that is already factored in into the return to play plans of those American players come up and they would have to do that two week quarantine and then they can join the team and, and how, how widespread does the team get to be? Do they have to be the same, uh, you know, where they have to just stay in their own space or is it, uh, do, do they just get free reign still uh, to, and follow rules? Who knows? Like we don't know what the restrictions will be or not be at the beginning of July. So on the other hand, time will only tell (laughs) truly, truly. Um, but it could be, yeah, plan to be here for Canada day and, camp starts july 15th right like it's entirely possible works for me yeah i'm t- totally down with that i hope by canada day that all of us can meet in the backyard and and have a drink that's what i'm hoping shots <laughs> shots 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 <laughs> not a video podcast but thank you kayla all right Welcome. people will get that okay um, let's, let's move on to our next topic, which is, uh, retirement. Uh, <gasps> we had some big ones, uh, coming out of the, uh, Edmonton football team camp. Uh, of course, following Calvin McCarty, which was, uh, uh I think now five or six weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, CJ Gable makes it official that he has decided to step away from the game. And then one that was a little bit of a surprise, but maybe not, um, just because of, you know, his, how, how well he's doing outside of football. Uh, Ryan King follows uh, mm-hmm. his buddy Calvin into uh, the land of retirement. That was Ouch. a tough one. Absolutely. Um, again, much like Calvin, a well-loved player, but not only that, it's just the fact that, like, he was, he's an Edmonton boy. Yeah. He's one of our own, and... He was living the dream that so many of us have, right? Where it's, you know, I would love to be able to be on that team. Kind yeah. Of, right? Yeah. I grew up watching it and now I got to be a part of it. And he was a huge part of it because huge. so well known in the community. And I, I, I mean, I don't, I can't remember a time where there was a, an issue with snapping. Like we've had, well, granted, we had Taylor Inglis before him, but we've had so many years of just really, really good at that position. And and Ryan and Calvin kind of redefined special teams as far as punts mm-hmm. and, and uh, field goals, all those types of things. I I, I think it's a big loss and uh, and really tough because, of course, Ryan is a, a friend of the show too, and and yep. we. Uh, we want we want we want to see him out there and 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 how excited he gets for fans and all those other things. So it's definitely a tough one. Well, think about this for a sec. Try to guess how many players on the 2021 team that are currently under contract played in the 2015 Grey Cup year. Uh, let's see. Uh, wow. Um. 
Is is there even is there one Sean White? There's four. There's four. Okay, four that played in that. I mean, because we have two that came back. Oh, okay, right. Darrell Walker right. came back. Right, okay. and Aaron Grimes. And right. otherwise, the oldest continuous player on Edmonton that's been here like since they signed that has not left the team come back is yeah. David Beard. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because he because Sean White came here in mid 2015. Right. Yes. David oh. Beard was drafted that year and was with the team in 2015. Wow. Oh. So there are four left. Holy cow! That's crazy, right? Like, so the the culture is definitely shifting of this team. It's, you know, we have a lot of new players and they are defining what this team is going to be. Yes. Yeah. And and we have those ones that have been around the few years that are now getting into that veteran zone. When you think of Quaker, uh, you think of, um, it, like, I know Forest Hightower is already a veteran, but like with our team, it's kind of just been that few years. Um you look on the obviously David Beard, um, and so there's starting to be that those guys that are, you know, started here and are now becoming the leadership, the veteran leadership, right? So, uh, absolutely, to see how that pans out as we as they start to play. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, 2017. That's where we have a lot of those players. Uh, because that's when Brock came. Yeah. Right? So he, yeah. he is bringing his players and molding the team under his vision. So uh, I'm just going through the list of all the players that are certainly signed the team. And so many of them start their first season was 2017, 2017, 2017. Right. Well, and that's when, yeah, we, we, we signed a lot of red blacks that year, as I recall. We did. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> that trend has continued. <laughs> yeah. To say the least, yeah, Dad. just a little. Um, well, getting back to it, congrats to both CJ Gable and, of course, Kinger. Um, you know, snapping wins championships lasts forever, and uh, really appreciate um, all the things that he did with the show and everything he did on the field for sure. Now, the team did announce their coaching staff for 2021. Let's hope these this coaching staff actually gets on the field. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that would be kind of nice. Uh, so, Coach Elizondo, of course, is head coach, uh, offensive coordinator, and quarterbacks coach. Uh, Noel Thorpe is in as the assistant head coach, the defensive coordinator, and defensive backs coach. AJ Gass, friend of the podcast, uh, special teams coordinator, and linebacker coach. I can't think of a better thing for him to do than be a linebacker coach. <laughs> this is how you cut somebody in half, and this is how you throw their helmet. It's perfect. Uh, Winston October is uh, the passing game coordinator and the wide receivers coach. Uh, Demetrius Maxey returns as the defensive line coach. John McDonald back as the offensive line coach. Uh, Chris, I, now is it Rippin? Or I think it's I believe Rippin. so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is the assistant to the head coach and the special teams assistant. Uh, James Valono is coming back in, or is coming up for the first time as the running backs coach. Derek Oswalt is the defensive assistant, and Vincent Campbell as the offensive assistant. So, um, kind of nice that there is some consistency between the other years, uh, but they are getting some of these new guys in as well. I'm super excited about our special teams. 
because yeah. if you look at the names we've got there, Noel Thorpe was a special teams coordinator here as well as in other places like Montreal. Mm-hmm. AJ Gass, of course, played special teams and was special teams coordinator in 2019 and this year. Winston October, of course, one of the people we say is one of the last great returners this team ever had. Absolutely. Um, Demetrius Maxey played on it. Chris Rippon uh, was an assistant uh, special teams coach for years. So we have a lot of people with special teams experience. So I've got to think that can only be good things for us. You'd have to One think so. Hope. <laughs> yeah. Please get a return this year. <laughs> we need it. I don't even care this year if we don't have a return touchdown. Just let's get to returns out to the 30, the 40, you know, that kind of thing. I, yeah, I agree. Not yeah. In One our, touchdown. Yeah, okay, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> at least one. At least one. Come on. Well, every team is pretty committed to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every game. Yes. There you go. Perfect. See, we, we've narrowed it down very quickly. I don't know. This shouldn't be that difficult for them. Just one touchdown per phase per game. And then that is a challenge to the defense. They should do the same thing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm, uh, we said. All three phases. One for the defense, one for the special right. teams, and... Well, more than one well, for the offense. Yeah. One, one per quarter for the offense. That's fine. Right. Like, if if the D and the and special teams are getting one each, then we only need one each quarter. I say the let's offense. get six or seven touchdowns a game. How they split, it's up to them. And that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm very fair. You, you you know what? You're you're nothing but if not fair, Mike. That's yeah. right. Just to say, you know, expectations are are there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's your goal. You guys figure out how you get there. That's right. Right. Yeah, I just lead with the goals. That's how this works. Uh, So, yeah, it should be an interesting coaching staff. I I agree with you. I like the special teams aspect. Um, I really like the defensive aspect. Uh, Thorpe running DBs, Gas running linebackers, um, and then Maxi running the defensive line. Like, come on. That that defense should be uh, pretty amazing. Mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're going to see some big hits. And I'm okay with that. Mean machine. Mean machine. What was that other thing? Get your shots now so we can watch them shots. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what's going to happen. A lot of shots in that one. Uh, let's talk global draft because that yes. was an uh, exciting thing that happened a couple of weeks ago. That was shocking. Oh, it was crazy. I couldn't believe how many kickers in the global draft this year. They had four punters of the first nine people picked. I know. <laughs> like not even field goal kickers or kickoff guys, punters. Punters. Just, yeah. And as a Brazilian of- tie would say, punters are people, people too. That's, that's very good. <laughs> and a lot of them from Australia, right? Yeah. Like Which again, not much of a surprise. No. Lots of guys kicking in Aussie rules football, rugby. Yeah. Make it makes I'm sense. Down. But yeah. What did you say, Kayla? I said, I'm down for that. Oh, you're down for that? Yes. <laughs> Again, some rugby, rugby guys? Come on. Some Heck rugby yes. guys. Oh, exciting. Rugby. Okay. I think... Um, rugby. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla's like, I want to be down for those interviews because I love that accent. It's exciting. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Don't get all down under on us. That's exciting. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's go over the guys that we picked. <laughs> How's that for a topic change? All right. Second overall in the draft, uh, offensive lineman Steven Nielsen from Denmark, uh, who is playing at Eastern Michigan, uh, 6'8 giant, and he's played both tackle and guard. Um, And they did a little um, 
video with him and uh, he's just excited. He's just excited to play professional yep. football. And I, I'm excited to see a kid like that get on the field. And, um, and he's got like, he has that little bit of an accent, which was, and it's awesome. Cause he's just like, I'm just going to hit people. <laughs> like It's great. It's like, <laughs> so good. Perfect. Just not me. Yeah, good. Not, yeah, exactly. As long as we can be friends, then great. This is awesome. Uh, 17th overall, we pick up a defensive lineman. Here we go. Missiona. Uh, Eulipipia? I'm not even... No, I'm not going to get that one. We will have to ask him sometime. Yeah, we will ask him on how to... I I feel bad not being able to try and figure it out, but... um, I think with uh, PEI as part of your last name, we'll just call him Green Gables. Perfect. I love it. Green Gables it is. Uh, and he's from New Zealand. Um, he is. So, ooh, there's the Kiwi accent. You'll be excited yep. about that one, Kayla. Played um, for Washington State. Yes, he sure did. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we, we went heavy on the defensive line here. So we'll see what else uh, what else comes up for how they're going to line these guys up. Uh, 20th overall, we pick up another defensive lineman, Thibaut Debye. Uh, he's from Belgium, uh, but he was playing in Tosin. And I guess he really impressed at the global combine. Uh, I think he had 35 of the uh, lifts with the wow bench press. So, 35 reps? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, impressive guy. So that should be interesting. And then 35th overall, we pick up Matt Leo, the easiest name to say out of all of them, which is outstanding. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, also from Australia. Uh, he was playing in Iowa State. Um, so that's... Uh, th- it, lot, like I said, a lot of defensive linemen. I was uh, a little bit surprised by that, uh, especially when so many other teams were picking kickers of some sort. But, uh, yes. <laughs> but this we got a kicking fine. Yeah, exactly. But these are, th- I mean, there's some there's some big dudes on this list. It should be interesting. Yeah, well, the rule does change, or did change, I guess, for the 2020 season, that previously you had to have one global player on your starting lineup or I'm sorry, on your game day lineup. Right. Didn't have to be a starter. Um, uh, whereas in 2020 and 2021, you have to have two. Right. Mm. So the fact that all four of our picks played in the NCAA or whatever, it's BCS, FCB, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You college football one. in the States. <laughs> sure. Um, and one thing I noticed and was certainly mentioned by one of our, former picks uh, in the global draft was not a single player from Mexico was picked yeah. in the draft. Interesting. Eh? By any team. Yeah. 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 So this is less about before it was, let's pick people from the Mexican league, let's people from the European leagues. And now it's let's pick people that qualify as a global person, but played in the NCAA or, or at least in the, you know, U sports. Yeah. Now the one thing was, is they went to a global draft, whereas Two years ago, I believe they had the uh, the LFA, the Mexican with the Mexican draft. Yeah, they had a Mexican draft, and then they had the global draft, and then this year they just went to the global draft. So I wonder if that plays part of the role. Um, Maybe uh, not. Not to say that there there isn't you know players that should be looked at in in Mexico, uh, but maybe it's harder to find tape on guys whereas guys in college football you you have at least the chance to find some tape right so um, that could be playing a role this year it's so hard to say because everything is so different that like the combine was completely different how do you how do you 
see guys and see, well, I'm, I'm going to pick this guy up, right? So I'm like, trust me, I can send in a tape of me running a 4440. You, <laughs> Not a problem. I mean, it's going to be running at 12 frames a second and played back. And, you know, but whatever. <laughs> Play it back at double speed, but whatever. Okay, let's be honest. Tri- quadruple speed. Yeah, but, like, but still. <laughs> but exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, to me, I thought the whole point of the global draft was part of the CFL 2.0 framework and having people that are coming from all these countries in hopes that we'll get people from those countries watching. And if you are just picking NCAA players, I don't know if that's going to necessarily fit that mold, but it's an option and all the uh, GMs in the league took it. So, yeah. And it could, it could be too. Like how many times have we seen the, the Canadian draft where the, the, guy hit like his mom's Canadian, but he played his entire career in the States. And so it's a different level of, of, uh, playing. Right. So, um, I don't know what you're talking about. And I am telling you that, um, Kyle Saxlid is as Canadian as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's as well, he's at least as Canadian as Alex Singleton. Yes. Like exactly. that's the, that's how, that's how this works. So, um, but go you Canadian boy, go. It's fantastic. Does he like poutine? Good, you're in the draft. That's right. Yes, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Do you like maple syrup? Extra points. That's right. Yeah, you're going to go in the first round. Um, speaking of our Canadian draft, that is going to happen on May the fourth. So may the fourth be with you, and we will have lots of new players on our team. That should be exciting. It's going to be crazy with two years worth of draft picks. Ooh. Yeah. Exactly. Trying to figure out who's actually making the team and who does what. It's gonna, Yeah. And we still have guys from the 2019 draft, like Machabroda, that went back to school for the year and now is starting yeah. to join in. Like, we're going to have a ton of new guys. Oh, uh, for sure. And guys that didn't really play, like Scott Hunter, Hunter Carl. Right. Uh, these are guys that are drafted that, you know, either didn't get a lot of playing time. At, I guess we'll see. Yeah, and the amount of testosterone going on on those camps, there's going to be so many fights. <laughs> Quite likely. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> How do you really feel, Mike? Yeah. I love it. Okay, perfect, excellent. Uh, signings. We did have a couple of signings. We signed an offensive lineman, DeAndre Wesley. Uh, he has been on a lot of NFL practice rosters, but uh, most recently with the Colts. Uh, last, though, he was with the in the XFL with the Defenders. So, right. um, again, more guys to try out on the offensive line. No complaints for me. Want to keep nope. Trevor safe. Uh, then, of course, we had to replace one Ryan King. So we signed a long snapper. And it seems so weird to be saying we signed a long snapper because that we have not had to do in a very long time. Uh, uh, yeah, we had somebody when Kinger went down, but oh, that's permanently? true. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that this is the guy, um, so cool. Zach Greenberg uh, is coming in to replace uh, Ryan King. Now he was he was on the Bombers roster in 2019, um, so he's been around what was a good team. So uh, yep. I'll be curious to see kind of what he's like on the field, and hopefully he can get into a spot where they can start getting that rhythm with uh, Sean and and uh, whoever I guess is holding because I don't know who that's going to be either. Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows at this point, yeah, but exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will. I'm a- 
Excellent. See, that's very fair of you. Thank you. Um, you know, we talk, we're talking about holding the ball down for Sean to kick, right? Like not just yes. holding them, just making sure we're... Yes. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> I, Mike, come on. That was at least a little bit funny. <laughs> I'll just have my camera there as well. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be some serious action shots. Yeah. All right. That's outstanding. My GoPro. That's what I'll have. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Oh my! So then, all the time it'll be a video <laughs> podcast for Kayla. <laughs> like, <all the> <laughs> uh, we're gonna catch those things sooner or later. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame class that just got announced. Yes, uh, includes two double E players: uh, defensive back Don Wilson, that played six seasons in green and gold, uh, winning. Of course, he was on the Grey Cup teams in '87 and '93. Uh, he did win two other cups as well with Toronto. So, uh, an excellent addition, absolutely. Uh, we also have def- defensive line Mike Walker. Um, he's had two seasons with the green and gold. Now he's a little more known for his time in Hamilton. Uh, but he did have, uh, I believe his final two seasons in Edmonton. 1991. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so great additions as far as, uh, with the connections to us, um, anything specific about, uh, either of those players that, uh, that you remember Mike or that you want to share as, with us in tidbits of the history. Um, well, Don Wilson was an absolutely outstanding defensive back. Um, he was in the Grey Cup four times and won it four times, which is pretty good record going 4-0 in your Grey Cup appearances. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I always loved him when he was with the team, came in 87, winning that first Grey Cup uh, with us. Um, I do have his locker in my basement here. <laughs> I knew it. So, Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, a kind of a nice thing. So I've got a couple of Hall of Famers there now. And AJ surely is going to be in the Hall of Fame. So we're good to go. Yeah. Oh, he's got to go in there. He should. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and, and Wilson, the, the, I want to say the knock on Wilson, but the reason Wilson maybe isn't as popular here as, as some other players is because he was here and then he left and then he was here and then he left. It was like Edmonton, right. Toronto, Edmonton, Toronto. Right. Uh, Edmonton kind of thing because he was here 87 to 89, then 93, 94, and then 98. Right. So now um, but was he part of that enormous trade in 89? No, 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 no. Okay. I was getting it mixed up. Okay. I thought yeah. that he was in that trade and that's when he went to Toronto, but no, he just left. Okay. So back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. And, and I can see that, but I, I agree with you when he was here, like we, we called his name a lot cause he was busy on the field. I don't know. Yeah. He was part of the trade, but you would not, you're thinking of the 89 trade. Right. He was part, we got him back in a trade. Oh, okay. uh, that's the Tracy ham trade. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was, th- the Tracy ham trade. That's what I was. That thinking. was in 93. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just mixing up right. which one. Okay. All right. Um, cause that was, that's the eight player swap. Yeah. Eight for eight, eight for eight. Yeah. That's right. 16 players. Yeah, I thought he was in that one. I just couldn't remember exactly how that uh, when that laid out. So, um, all right. Well, there's a few other people that are also going into the Hall of Fame. Receiver Nick Lewis, very uh, well deserved and um, funny dude. Uh, I've, my best memory with Nick Lewis is uh, the last virtual Grey Cup we had a, a the the party rooms on on zoom and ended up in a room with him. And boy, we had some great laughs. Like, uh, he's, he's a funny dude. So, um, 
Uh, I would definitely want to send out congrats to Nick. Uh, defensive back Orlando Steinhauer, very oh, well yeah. deserved. And, and and I think will be well deserved not only as a player, but as a coach in the long run. He's yeah. great on both sides. If he stays in Canada, you know, he, That's I could fair. see him going to the States. Like he's got talent. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Uh, defensive lineman Will Johnson goes in. Uh, head coach Marv Levy, which uh, is getting a lot of fanfare, of course. Well, he's now the third person to be in both halls of fame. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Absolutely, uh, and of course, former commissioner Doug Mitchell. So, yeah, some uh, some big names going in this year. I was kind of wondering if it was uh, if it was Ricky's time, but I, I think I think Ricky's time no. is next year, right? Just because of yeah. The- when well, because he, you have to, have, yeah, exactly. You have to have been retired for three full years, right? And he's only been retired for two and a half years at this point. So okay, well, we know who's going in next year. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that's a, that's a no brainer. Yeah, he's got to be a first ballot kind of guy. Um, there's so many players that you would love to see go in. I'm glad to see guys like um, Don Wilson and Mike Walker going because these are guys that played years ago. Yes. That were, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Mike Walker retired after 91. So we're talking 30 years at this point. So that's great to see, as well as the more modern guys like Nick Lewis and Steinauer and that kind of thing. So, yeah. No, it's great. I, I like the balance, right? Yep. And, well, and I uh, think it's it's good for people who aren't as familiar, like for me, the CFL sure. back, you know, I think Pat or beyond 2000s, I would say, because like mm-hmm. Nick Lewis is the name that I recognize. Same with Orlando's because. Yep for obvious reasons. So it's nice to, like you said, bridge those divides. Cause like the first couple of guys, honestly, I don't know who they are. Right. Yeah, that, right. I just they don't before you were a fan for sure. Exactly. So it's nice. To, I'm like, Oh yeah, I know Nick Lewis. I mean, it's stamps, but what are you going to do? At least I know his name. So that's kind of yes. cool to, to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I get that. I know that. I feel like I'm a fan now. <laughs> <laughs> and the, you knew his name because he was, good so Amazing, it makes yeah. sense he's in the hall of fame right exactly yeah. exactly that that's very good. well and yeah some of those guys that are going in uh were involved in the game before you were born kayla much less watching the game so, right. you know, <laughs> so that's the that's the, that would be a big difference so um all right before we get into the the end part of the show here uh let's go with this episode is also brought to you by the edmonton community foundation the foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong and vibrant community you can start a fund yourself or with a group and once it reaches ten thousand dollars it can start distributing funds the Dwayne Mandrusiak Legacy Fund to support amateur football is there uh, and can be set up as kind of a one-time or a regular payment. Check out all of the funds and learn more at ecfoundation.org. Speaking of Dwayne, he uh, has a new position uh, yes. with the league, uh, with the CFLPA. So uh, I think a oh, great wow. addition going in as, uh, as a safety coordinator and um, also for um, equipment uh, basically, uh, what did they call it? Equipment, not manager, but equipment recommendation, or I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, with all the years he's been doing this, I mean, nobody else around has been doing that job in the CFL longer than him. And only George Hopkins is, is close with the, he's starting the year after. Right. He's seen it all. Yeah. Like he knows all about the equipment and the fact that he's been able to go to all the teams 
with a lot of some teams changing over some of their staff across the league. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say, okay, this is what you're going to look for, and, and I'll just give you some advice. I think that's just a home run for, for the league itself. Yeah, yeah smart of the league. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, he was hired specifically by the CFLPA, as I, I believe. And then, Correct, yeah. yeah, is working across the league to, to help right. out. Because yeah. uh, like uh, you said, it was there's a lot of guys, new young equipment managers that are going to be coming in yep. and, and having a little bit of that experience behind them. You know, everybody wants to learn from Yoda and that's where we're <laughs> at. So this is perfect. <laughs> he is going to love joke. that I said that. Yeah, that, it wasn't, <laughs> but it could be. Anyway, uh, it's... <laughs> it's <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, congrats to Dwayne. That's that's fantastic. Um, let's talk a little bit. We had a little bit of fun on YouTube. And uh, in, in the midst of just talking, created a new game. We have the name of the team is coming. We know it's coming at some point. We don't know when. Um, but we thought, well, let's have some fun. And let's like like a gray cup pool where you mark down where you think the scores are going to be. We're going to start guessing when it's going to happen. Now, if you want to know what our picks are, I recommend you go to the YouTube live and you will see exactly what our picks were. Uh, And we had some fans that were able to comment in there and give us some of their picks as well. Uh, The best part being me scooping Kayla's pick, even though I did give her the chance (laughs) to answer first. Yeah. Not a video. I was waiting for you to ask us to the, uh, Do your picks and waiting for Kayla to just give her yours. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Andrew, you snoozed, you lost. No, no, I said it first. It's already recorded and out. Yeah, so I have my date. Um, So let's have a little bit of fun with this. Uh, I will put it out on uh, social media here in the next little bit after the show comes out. Um, Like Mike, you said, so they'll likely announce the name tomorrow of the team because we decided to have fun with this. Uh, But we will put out anywhere from the day the show comes out until the uh, August 5th. So anywhere in that space... You can tell us what day you think that the team will announce the name. Uh, whoever gets it right, we'll put a, we'll get a little package together for you, including a Turf District shirt, and uh, we will have a little bit of fun with that. But I think it'll be fun to see who who wins the pool on picking the day that our team gets a new name. Hundred percent. Man, too bad. Too bad the draft wasn't on May fifth because now I'm doing all conspiracy theory because A B C D E. Oh, May. for the fifth? Oh, I see. Because it's on the fours, but yeah. Oh, the double nickels. Well, now May 5th has not been picked yet, so somebody will now take that sage advice from Commissioner Kayla and pick that there. I'm not going to tell them what your pick already was. Because yeah, mine, I'm not satisfied with it. Because mine was better. Anyway, that's good. <laughs> perfect uh this is gonna be fun though we'll see how that uh, plays out with some people just throwing in some uh dates and i'll put it on a big calendar and we'll let everybody know where uh who who's the winner yes uh all right uh plugs this has been super fun as always uh where does everybody find you guys on the socials let's start with you commissioner you can try on twitter <laughs> Add Duchess Lombardi. Okay, perfect. <laughs> it's like oh. it's like you said that with shame. You can try. <laughs> oh, they can I message just, you there. 
Yeah. It can. I, it just, I mean, it's no different from texting. I, it just might take like a week for me to respond or more. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's why you get the diatribes from Mike and I is because you don't go in and respond when we send messages <laughs> 30 back and forth. Like that's because literally all I hear. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm already like exacerbated. Like this is too much for me. And it's going 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I th- well, one of the comments always ends up being Kayla's going to love this. Like it, it always <laughs> happens. Yeah. I just read, like I said, the first message and the last message and try to guess in between. I think half the time the message is Kayla, enter, is, enter, gonna, enter. (laughs) Start spelling out her name. And then I just scroll down because I already know the answer to that. Like, yes. (laughs) You bastards. That's funny. Uh, I, I like this. This is a good plan. Uh, Super fan, where does everybody find you? All right, we're still talking about that. Yeah, um, we are. You can find me at 56 Parkies, and hopefully soon we'll have a new spot for the history segment. Fantastic. Very excited about that. Uh, of course, as always, we uh, will recommend for you to follow Pay It Forward with Football, and they now have a new website. Uh, so mm-hmm. check that out as well. Uh, of course, there's lots of great shows coming out from the CFPN. Uh, they're just trying to catch up on all of these new rumblings of how the season is going to go and lots of good opinions on there. You can check those out at cfpodnetwork.ca. And of course, make sure you check out all of the great shows on the Alberta Podcast Network at albertapodcastnetwork.com. That's right. Uh, And of course, you can join the huddle with us uh, at the Turf District on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, You know, Kayla might not respond to any of them, but I'll try to respond to some. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can have a pool for that. (laughs) When will Kayla respond? (laughs) Just message Kayla. And see how long this <laughs> And we'll say, what date does she respond? That's right, and the money tool. goes to charity. So it's I'm just perfect. Saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Brazilian Thai orders all of the days. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> we'll have a limit on how many you can have, and all of a sudden, Venezuelan Thai comes into the point of chat. Uh, that's perfect yeah and he comes in and yeah he'll pick up another five or six days yeah um no, I think, uh, yeah, we, we try to respond as best we can, uh, wanting to make sure that we get a chance to kind of uh, interact with all of you. And uh, of course, because that that's really what makes this, that's why we started the show was to get more friends that love the game that we do. And 200 episodes in, I would say that we accomplished uh, a lot of that. And, uh, but we, we always want to make the family bigger. So interact with us uh, and, and thank you. Thank you to everyone that has listened, has shared, uh, has been a part, has has been you know interacted with us. Uh, it's it's been an amazing two hundred episode ride, and uh, we we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being part of it. So, um, as always, for Commissioner K and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew, and remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.